Yo, say hi, Eugene. Hello. Hey, so this episode of the podcast, um, we talk about some things that may not be the most friendly for your children. So this is your warning before the beat drops right now. Is that an official thing? I don't want to get in trouble for saying something that's not legit. I have no idea. I haven't listened to the radio in so long. Okay. We're inserting a disclaimer. Nothing we say (laughs) we know is legit. (laughs) But if it is, we're sorry. And we're too lazy to fact check, so. Well, technically, this is going to be Cat's job. So if you listened to our first episode, we appreciate that. This is our second episode. And my name is Jennifer Chung. And then there's also my husband, John. John, yes. Okay, Jules. And we have our third person that's joining us, which is Kat. Hi. Kat, introduce yourself. I'm Kat. I go to college. Where? And I go to UGA, the University of Georgia. Okay. And I am the child of John and Jen. Not really. Not really. They're okay. too young to First be my of all, parents. I just want to be clear that she's not actually our biological child. But what are you doing here today? So I am their production assistant. Mm-hmm. And we decided that we're going to be starting a podcast. Yes. So this is like the love child of all three of us. Yes. Mostly Kat, because... You know, we were basically like, Kat, you need to do this. She's putting all the work into this. And yeah. So if it's really crappy, we know who to blame. Yeah. If you hate it, <laughs> tell me. I'll take the hit if it's bad. But if it's good, I want Kat to get all the credit for it. Okay. Sure. Totally. You could take the blame, the glory, all of it. All of it. Yeah. We'll see what happens in a month. But, you know, we actually asked Kat to join Watts Media. Um, not too long ago, not too, not so, not so long ago. And it's been awesome. And we just wanted to give her a project where we can get together and share our thoughts and learn. And hopefully this will be a great bonding experience for all of us. Absolutely. Including the listeners. Yeah. Okay, cool. So you have it structured. Yeah. We're okay. We're definitely going to have guests in the future, but as we ease into it, we wanted to get used to it first. Yeah. So these are these first like couple of episodes are probably going to be very like chill, maybe all over the place while we figure out a rhythm. Yeah. But, but what is life? Yeah, exactly. You just figure it out. It's all chaos. Okay. So to begin, before we move on to what we'll be talking about today, let's start with a little bit of a icebreaker type activity. We're going to be doing some rapid fire questions between John and Jen. Okay. They don't know what the questions are yet. Nope. So this is going to be very candid. You ready? Mm-hmm. I'm ready. All right. First question. Name one thing on your bucket list. <laughs> Wait, who, do, who answers first? Whoever wants to go first. John. Um, I want to... I want to win an award for something that I make. What kind of an award, though? Um, Grammy or an Oscar would be like totally the pinnacle of that. 
nominate Jules for the Grammys. <laughs> but <laughs> just something that something I don't know, like a just some sort of award for like a film or a song that I made. Yeah. Okay. I, I actually was thinking about bucket lists for a while a couple days ago. But I'll say one of the main things is I really want to be a recording voice for Disney officially, whether it's in like an animated movie or, or a live action film. I want to be a voice. So cool. If it, I'm a character, that's even better. But if I could sing a character voice, that would be very cool. But I want to I want to work for Disney officially. Side note, Jen loves Disney. I love Disney so much. Disney, sponsor us. She does love Disney so much. I love it so Send much. Send us passes to go. Yes, And please. we'll go. Yes, please. Always. Always. Okay. I'll move. Just kidding. My goodness. <laughs> okay, next question. What is a stereotype that you live up to? Um. <laughs> and on the reverse, you can also say a stereotype that you think the other person lives up to. I am terrible at math. That's yeah. not a stereotype. The stereotype is that we're not we're we're supposed to be good at math. Background: oh. If you don't know what we look like, <laughs> we are all Asian. Okay. So. Oh, okay. Background. Hold up. Wait. We are Eastern Asian. What would be a stereotype for an Asian male? That your penis is small. That you're short. You're amazing at math. You're a CS major. Two of those things is a lie. <laughs> <laughs> and I am amazing at math and I am a CS major. Oh, oh no. <laughs> well, for me, I would say that, okay, the bad driver thing. Here's the thing. I'm actually really good at directions. And I've only gotten one ticket in my life, and that was for speeding. And it was a university cop. So does that even count? Uh, no. I might have to interject <laughs> but, myself here. But I laughed when you said that because the only like marks I have on my car is from parking. <laughs> I parked incorrectly and skidded the back of my car. So that's how I know it's my car every time I'm in the garage Jen or like in a parking lot. Jen won't drive when it's raining or even if it's like raining, if it's forecasted to rain on a Thursday... Jen will stop driving on Tuesday. <laughs> what are you talking <laughs> she about? She will not get in the car. Hey, dogs, stop it. Disclaimer, if you hear dogs, it's because they're in the living room with us. And they're starting to play. But I don't know. What's like a Asian male stereotype to live up to other than small penis and short guy? You can also have like, because you're a suburban boy. Okay. Um, and Jen, you're from the Bay. I am from the Bay. So, East Side suburban Korean boy stereotype. You went to church. I did. I haven't gone to church in like a year though, but I did go to church my whole life. I grew up Methodist. Um, I think um, that's a hard question. Yeah. My whole life has been about, like, breaking stereotypes, I guess. Do you think there's something that, like, she does or he does that's stereotypical? Yeah. I mean, he does have Korean man rage. 
That's true. Expected. Yeah, that Han. If if you guys don't know about Han, it's basically this like anger, angst, and like pride that's been passed down from Korean generation to generation. And technically, not just men have it; all of us have it as Koreans. It flows thick in the blood. Right, and it comes from like major suppression, oppression, like in our past. But when he does get angry, it is very scary, and it is rageful. However, he's got he's come a long way. Um, <laughs> I can't, I, there's nothing, excuse me, there's nothing that I can put my finger on when it comes to Jen and stereotypes. I think she's pretty atypical when it comes to, I guess the most girly thing that she'll do <laughs> is watch The Bachelorette, like oh consistently. Gosh. Okay, I do. I watch The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, but I just got to keep up with pop culture, you know? No, she genuinely loves the show. It's not even about <laughs> you. Are you like invested? You're like, no, I want Britney to win. <laughs> well, it's, I'm not invested like that. I just like definitely watch every episode. Jen loves drama. Yeah, but I don't like to be in the drama. See, yeah, I, like I'm a viewer. A stereotypical Korean trait. Oh yeah, we but love I don't the drama. I, we love the drama, but I don't watch K dramas that much. Yeah. She don't watch K dramas, but she yeah, it loves needs to be believable. Yeah. So we like the tea. Yes, I love tea. I love milk tea. Milk tea with boba. Just kidding. I've really given up boba, but I really love milk tea still. True. True. I guess that's a stereotypical thing. Oh, oh yeah, we yeah. all love boba. No, I but I no. John doesn't really I love, don't boba. love boba. Yeah, yeah I, I really love boba. Do you like though. pho? That's also a stereotypical I Asian thing. Yeah, we all I love, love pho. Yeah, I love pho. Yeah. I really can get down on some pho. Good hangover cure. It's not. It goes beyond that for me. It's like to me. It's like the perfect meal because it embodies everything that you would want in like a lunch or a dinner it's warming comforting mm -hmm. yeah. noodles. noodles i just know in college i was really straight edge and i would be the friend that would drive all my friends that were hungover to get pho you're a good friend thanks i would be the friend driving my friends <laughs> to get pho hungover <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Do you believe in conspiracies? If so, which one do you believe in the most? As of late, um, with everything happening with like Facebook and Russia, I believe that that's moved past like conspiracy and stuff like that's actually happening. The world banks and like Rothschild, Rockefeller, all that stuff and how they control the world and like how they like how those bigger entities that control all the money in the world I think all of that is like a conspiracy that is going to take a lot of time, energy and probably will never get revealed to us. So the Illuminati Stuff like that, yeah, I believe that there is, like, a higher society that controls a lot of what happens in the world. Yeah. That people are either too ignorant, including myself. I'm not saying that everybody's stupid, but I don't even know where to begin. I just know that it exists, but I think that there is something there. Whereas some people would write it off and be like, ah, you know, that's just the nature of human beings 
but I do think that there is some sort of higher society that controls everything that us little peons have to deal with on a daily basis. Hmm. For me, conspiracy theories, I guess it definitely resonates with like the Illuminati thing. <laughs> I don't know the depth of Illuminati. I know that people think like Beyonce's in the Illuminati, Eminem, Eminem all these people that are super successful. Um, I don't know. It, I feel like it has to be something about it has to ring true if the name is that notorious. But then again, like Santa Claus. Santa Claus is real. <laughs> Whatever. Uh. <laughs> Wait, by the way, disclaimer, not even disclaimer, <laughs> just because you brought up Russia, Kat's actually Russian. That's true. I would Kat be a wonderful spy. CIA recruit me. It's not the CIA, it's the KGB that would recruit you. That's true. No, but why would you want to? Okay, I don't want to get into this. I'm scared. Active measures are happening right now. Oh, no. If you guys know what active measures is, check out New York Times documentary on YouTube. It's pretty dope. Next question. If life is a game, what are some of the rules of it? <gasps> if life is a game, what are the rules? One of the rules that I like to live by is treat everyone the way that you want to be treated. True. Because I really believe that you never know what will come around to you. And people talk and people remember. And whether or not someone in front of you is someone that you can get something from, it's not about that. It's really just if you see them as an equal, as a human being, then you should treat them the way you want to be treated. And yes, people have their bad days, but I've definitely come across some people who treat people less than because they think that they're supposed to be there just to serve them or they're not good for anything because they don't have a title. But there's nothing better than an underdog story and then them coming up and people remembering who treated them as if they were valuable. I think that's like one of the biggest rules. I think one rule for life for me is the only way you can control your past and your future is to focus on the present. I love that. Can you expunge on that? You can't change the past and you can't always predict what's going to happen in the future. So there's no point in worrying about either of those things except to focus on the present. Because mm. if you are your best version of yourself every day, then you are making leaving good footprints in the sand for your past for you to reflect on and you're also building a really positive future for yourself as well cool wow okay all right this is the last question cool it's a really serious question so take some time to think about it okay is cereal a soup why or why not oh my gosh very serious question are you serial about this okay. question? Um, in the context of it being in milk, yes, it is a soup. But you can also eat cereal without milk as a snack. Cereal so dry? I would say that it is both a soup and a not soup. Okay. For me, I will say no, it is not a soup because I have never seen it on an appetizer menu at a restaurant. Fair, fair answer you know very fair who would buy that though who would buy this exactly who would buy it's the cereal if supreme opened up a restaurant and they put that on their menu 
you know someone's gonna she buy right. it she for right. like thirty dollars that's yeah. true if they had like a cereal box exactly and it's an supreme empty. but then they called it soup people would be like i just bought soup from yeah supreme. and it's an empty box oh my gosh and it would be called supreme <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> At uh, me. Clearly, we know who's the coolest one here. <laughs> For a super real. So, the little section is over now. So, now we're going to go into today's topic. So, John and Jen, if you couldn't tell, are very similar in some aspects. If you watch, like listen to our first episode, you saw that like, there's kind of some similarities with how they grew up. But just as they are similar. They are also very different. So today's topic is going to be talking a little bit about those similarities and those differences and how they've moved past some of those differences or how they haven't and they're still working on those things. So to start off kind of sim- like really simple and kind of easy, what are your similarities? Suddenly I'm like, whoa, this is actually marriage counseling we never got. Yeah, like <laughs> Led true. by a college student. I think I like <laughs> said this before. I was like, this is low-key going to be kind of like counseling. Okay, cool. I'm cool with that. How are we similar? We're both very passionate people. Mm-hmm. We both love hosting. We both love hosting. We love having people over. They always have people yeah, over. Yeah, we love having, pe- having people over. We love, like, serving food, um, doing get-togethers, throwing events. Um, we both love dogs. Love. Love, love, love. Jennifer probably loves dogs more than me. But just, but I John's had dogs growing up. I've had dogs growing up, yeah. Toby and Lola are my first dogs. They're amazing follow dogs. Follow them at the song dogs on Instagram. And follow us at Wattscast Podcast. Thank you. Wattscast Podcast. Um what other similarities? We're Korean. We're Korean. You both do music. We yes. both do music and yeah. we both are somewhat proficient with content creation. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say I'm more like makeshift. John's actually the professional. I mean, you have proficiencies that I don't understand. Like the strategy behind it, I guess. I'm not always the best at that, but I do love to create. Um, John is actually one of the most talented people I know. My true renaissance man. I agree. Honestly, like he's someone who, who... If he wants to do it, he'll, like, focus on it, study it, and become excellent at it. And he is the epitome of work hard and become better. He's also a cultivator of talent. Yes. Like, somehow you find the talented people. I always just try to find people's giftings. It's a beautiful thing, honey. You just gotta find the pulse. Yeah. Figure out what makes people, what makes people, like excited for life pop and lock in place <laughs> if only we had video and you could see what he's doing right now <laughs> start dancing maybe we can make a make a video of it right he was moving so much that our dog moved thinking thinking he wanted to hang. toby lay down lay down toby um i think we both well jen's mom was divorced um my mom was widowed so we both grew up with just like fatherless fatherless yeah yeah we both grew up fatherless um we both grew up in the church same same a little different same same but definitely god called us to be you know known him i think we both have celebrated black culture 
mm-hmm. in our own ways. Jennifer more with like um, R and B and like divas, and me with hip hop culture. Mm-hmm. Um, we have both appropriated that culture quite mm-hmm. often in our lives mm-hmm. and have grown to respect that culture so much and i think that's something that we can both relate on heavily is our love for um black american culture yeah we both don't want kids right now that's true i'm way too selfish to have children yeah and honestly because my mom was an artist and my dad was an artist i don't know if i want to have a child right now because I'm not ready to make those sacrifices that my parents really couldn't make sacrifices for when we were younger. We both have siblings, but yours is an older sister and I have a younger brother. Yeah. Okay, so we'll move on to differences now. So it can be honestly anything, small little things like I like this show, like I love Stranger Things, but I hate Stranger Things. Or it can be kind of bigger things like when you first moved in together, things that you were like, oh, why well, did you do this? Well, for sure, he. I love musicals, but I'm not like a crazy musical fan. I love musicals enough to respect it, enjoy it. There are some musicals that I love enough to learn the songs, but I don't know everything. Like, I don't know what's on Broadway right now, but John definitely doesn't really like musicals. Not really into musicals. Not into Hamilton? I've never seen it. Me neither, but I mean, he's never heard it. I haven't okay. even heard it. Yeah. Yeah, it's not really, it's not the type of media or content that I like to consume on my days off. I will be honest, yeah. Yeah. Um, I grew up really straight edge. I stayed away from drugs. I stayed away from alcohol. It was I had like a little phase of alcohol when I had gone through a breakup in my early 20s, but that was legal age, and it was short-lived. Yeah, I started drinking in like, 10th grade and I smoking cigarettes i had my first cigarette when i was like in fifth grade newport and then i fell in love and then i had my first alcohol consumption my uncle i went to korea <laughs> the um I koreans went to, love drinking i went to korea the summer of eighth grade and then my uncle took me on a fishing trip with like all of his friends and they forgot to bring water they forgot to bring water on the boat so i told them i had eaten some like sushi that we we literally just caught it and my uncle one of his friends was like a chef or something and he was like literally chopping the heads off the fish and like cutting the fillets right there on the boat and like we were eating it and it was really good but we didn't bring wasabi so we were dipping it in gochijang which is like red bean paste and it was really spicy, so I asked my uncle if he had water. He said, oh, we don't have water, so he gave me a beer. And then I drank that whole beer, and then I passed out, <laughs> and I woke up the next day on the dock with a jacket over my head. Oh, my god! At least it was only beer. Yeah, so that was, like, the first time I got drunk that I remember, and that was, like, summer of eighth grade. And then that same summer, there was a older, like, older, like, brother type of guy that was there one of my uncle's friends kids and he had a pack of marlboro reds and i started smoking that summer and that was the summer before i went to ninth grade and then i came back 
didn't have access to any of that stuff, obviously. Oh, and then I went on a mission trip right after I got back from Korea to Mexico, and then I bought a bottle of tequila. I'll say this. I was I was probably more innocent than John and, like, really good about going to church. I never went on missions trip. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I've never been on a mission trip either. Yeah, yeah we... We went to the Yucatan Peninsula in Mexico and like served that community. But then we had one free day where our church leaders took us to Cancun. Oh, that day to sin. Me and three other friends went off on our own and rented jet skis and like rode around. I we won't say your names. We won't expose you, but you know who you are. Um, yeah, if you're listening, you know. I bought a pack of Marlboro Lights. <sighs> I bought sigh, a bottle sigh. of tequila. I bought a pipe to smoke weed with no. that i named albino rhino <laughs> no. and then it was like it was like this like a pipe made out of clay and i remember that's like when i was in ninth grade one of my homeboys sean was selling swag wait what is swag swag is like the dirtiest most disgusting weed you could ever buy in your oh life dear. It like can't trust anybody. It looks like it looks like bark that came off of a tree. No. It's got like seeds and like big stems on it. It's oh just Oh my not, god. Yeah. I bought I bought a nickel bag for five dollars and then I smoked out of that pipe, the albino rhino. And that was like when things started for me. Yeah, so safe to say, if I saw him in high school, I always tell John I would have found him really attractive. Like I would have thought, oh, he's so good looking and he's really nice. But <laughs> yeah, <nah>. Jen, <laughs> Jen was all student body president. Mm-hmm. Like John would never talk to Jen. Jen would never talk to John. She, I, don't know. I, yeah. feel, I feel like I would have talked to him. I don't know. See, this is another thing, a debate, because like, I don't know if like we would have known each other just obviously because we're both Asian community, small and everything. I yeah. feel like I would have had a crush on him, but really? I would have been like, you're not worth the trouble interesting i've met because i got to meet john after all of this john slid into the comments yes this was pre well i actually i actually commented on his oh you did yeah but he liked my photo he had been following me for a year which i'm really surprised about because if you know john he doesn't really go on instagram he's terrible he's like really not on social media but for some reason he decided to follow me on instagram so i'm wondering like before a year before like i started talking to you were you seeing my photos and stuff? Just keeping up with me for real? Yeah. That's yeah. so weird. I thought you were cute. You know, I had Aww. a good singing voice. You know what I mean? Thanks. Like, let me see what's up with her. And now, like, when I sing out loud, he doesn't flinch. <laughs> I mean, we've been together for like six years now. <laughs> All right. Well, some and other many more. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Okay. Some other differences is um, I think um, our approach to how we take on projects is very different. Yeah. I'm very um, methodological. <laughs> methodological. Methodological. He has a methodology. Methodology. There is a methodology behind everything. <laughs> um, I take everything vi- very seriously, probably way too serious than it needs to be. Um, and I am very anxious because I am constantly worried about how other people are going to perceive the work sure whereas jen is the exact polar opposite of that when it comes to her approach to how she works i think there's a part of me that wants to be i mean a part of my job with clients is that i am strategic 
But when it comes to my own stuff, like I've been through doing music over 10 years and being online over 10 years. And if I know anything, it's that the moment I take myself too seriously, it's just not fun anymore. And if I want to have a long game and longevity, not just in being able to continue creating my own stuff, but working with people, I just got to know like people are going to judge me. But there are people who will rock with me for being myself. And I think that's how we balance each other, though. You know, like, John helps me remember that this is still work. But hopefully I remind us that we're so blessed already with the ability to try things. Like, even this podcast, if you're listening up to this point, I really appreciate you because... We all appreciate you. This is us just trying to do something, something fun and breaking the monotony of life and if there's something that you want to do don't be too scared to do it just because you think someone will judge you like at least you know you tried and you can go to sleep at night knowing that you you did your best at this one life we live what are some differences that you guys experienced in your relationship when well you guys didn't really date for a very long time so Starting from, like, when you guys got married, what are differences that you guys argued a lot about? Money. Yeah. The way we handle money. Um, um. John is generous. That's the truth. Very generous. Jennifer is generous, but we're not generous in the same way. Right. A little bit more realistic for Jen. (laughs) Jen, um, is a lot more intentional with her generosity, whereas me, it's more like, what I've discovered is that, like, my generosity, it, it also stemmed from a place of, like, flexing where it would, um, I guess, in some ways, like, authenticate my presence within friend groups and within different community groups and make me feel like that I belong, I, I have done my job to belong to this place so but i think like that's like a whole other conversation to have regarding i mean i mean a part of it i think is john is a generous person like he gives because he's like it's not that big of a deal but then i think when we got married to me it was a big deal because i grew up very poor my mom was a single parent as we said but she also was left with a lot of debt when my parents were divorced and you know we grew up with food stamps and all these things and in order for me to survive as long as I did I had to be so meticulous about budgeting and if I wanted to hang out with friends I needed to be really intentional whether or not I can hang yeah and if I wanted to be free I needed to be authentic and the way that I could keep my authenticity was by being real with hey I literally can't afford to do this but like I can meet up with you guys after or I can't eat out here, but how about we hang out again another week and I'll cook for us. And just knowing that there's ways to function. And I just, I just knew my circumstances were always different from day one. And it's still different today because we don't work that regular nine to five. We started our own business and we still create music and do fun things. But that also means we, we have sacrifices too. So I think, you know, John and I have worked really hard to find a process that works for us. And um, we hope that it empowers other people to find their own way to make things work. How did you guys 
solve that like like i guess issue of you guys wanting to be generous but facing the reality of living as newlyweds and starting a family versus spending money the way that you truly wanted to spend it because everybody Um, wants to do things one thing is i think we both learned from each other and just like had an open mind i let i let jennifer take the driver's seat when it came to like her idealistic approach to how we do life together when it came to our finances instilling the importance of like having a budget that's something that i am now obsessed with i he is a budget man now i love budgeting he he makes I that excel sheet real well yeah i love managing money like i and it's not in like a gross way I'm, I just, no i'm really proud of him it keeps us in line and keeps us in check I and just, it I gives like, us relief yeah i love doing the math like i love knowing so like, you what are good at math <laughs> he did a seminar on it like earlier this year right it was With it was co- a collab yeah, yeah it was collab just like, atl it was a th- it was a thing like for people that were questioning whether or not they want to jump into freelancing at the like leaving their full-time job to like pursue their passions and stuff it was just like some tips and tricks um but i do love i have like a i have a really strong passion for um helping people see that it has nothing to do with like the amount of money that you make it has everything to do with how you manage the money that you have and sometimes the best way to make money is to save it and to like constantly just like think about that like to think about every decision that you make that pertains to dollars that you have in your bank account is going to significantly change the trajectory of what you're able to do with your own time now i mean also like because he's taken control of the budgeting now i feel more free to give when i can and it, I, I know that we'll be fine because the biggest thing is like there are certain people who give, 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 forgetting that they don't have their own life in control and then they're out of control. And then in the end, they're just more burdensome to the people around them. And that's the last thing that I want. I, I you know, something that me and John agreed on is that we would be independent from our parents. And I've been used to not getting money from my parents since I was very young. When John's father passed away, he really set them up. Uh, for success with the will but um you know once that's over like what was next you know and we're making sure that we don't have to be a burden yeah any other differences they can be like personality things like stuff that jen's done i think i'm way more clean than jen is okay but can we be specific like i'm not a dirty person i'm just not orderly yeah, Jen is not orderly. Because I'm the one that, that'll tell him, like, wash your face, brush your teeth that night. But John's space is, like, very, like, it's orderly. not OCD, but it's, there's a spot for But everything. a little OCD. Do you know how many times this That's room true. has changed? Oh, yeah. And, like, not even, how long, I haven't even known you guys for, like, a year, but your house has gone through some changes. Like, almost all the time. I feel like. I mean, I don't, yeah, I'm a little OCD. <laughs> yeah, John really is. The thing is, though, like, I don't like it if it's dirty. Like, I want to make sure the germs are good. But I will say John's really good about, like, cleaning the bathroom and throwing out the trash. That's important. <laughs> That's the most important thing. Um, I don't mind wet swiffering. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think that I think <laughs> I'm cleaner than John. <laughs> 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 no but like <laughs> hygiene wise though 
besides the fact that I wear dry shampoo because I'm not trying to have my hair okay, fall out you, because you I just, work out. You just dig in yourself. <laughs> okay, let's change the subject. <laughs> okay. Um, Jennifer is a really good planner, and I'm not. I am not a good planner. I don't know how to plan things well. But you like being part of it, which I appreciate. I can do it, but it's not the first thing on my mind. Yeah. Um, But, like, I guess, like, in a sense of, like, family activities or nights out, doing stuff for birthdays, um, what we should do for our friends, not good at that. Yeah, but he'll participate if I ask him to. If I say, John, you have this one job, please do this one job, he will do the one job. That's true. But, like, I guess when it comes to, like, work stuff, I'm really meticulous about that just because I know that it's part of the part of that whole system but yeah i shut my brain off with everything else oh another difference that i notice is like you know in our driving john is a great driver right but he is so autopilot sometimes and he like zones out when he's like going somewhere but I have, yeah i have to like put on the gps to like go to whole foods because if i don't no, but i turn on the gps too but the thing is he doesn't even listen to the gps I don't <laughs> he's listen just to the it's GPS. just on yeah. and like for me like i'm planning ahead of time like if i know if i'm supposed to go somewhere i'm like okay these directions are going to make me take a left when there's no protected left so i'm probably going to take a right already here and then i'm going to take a left. like i'm always thinking ahead what i think is funny is like when i'm in the car with you guys uh-huh. john reminds me of a lot like how i drive i'm like on my phone i speed <laughs> I'm, I'm a good driver I that's think. why jessica's having problems right okay now. jessica is another issue <laughs> it's not car. me jessica is cat's car and she's having problems right now jessica just she's needy but jen reminds me a lot of like my mom where she's always like <laughs> get off your phone you have to turn there start slowing down now switch yeah. lanes honestly there's nothing worse than someone being on their phone yeah, don't we text do not and advise drive. anyone to be on their phone while they're driving. Don't text and drive. And I don't hope that you're drive. listening to this while you're driving because that's actually one of my favorite things to do is listen to podcasts. There's like the eighth plug for our podcast in this single episode. <laughs> right no, I'm being genuine. I love listening to podcasts. That's true. You do love listening. I like listening to podcasts sometimes. Yeah. I mean, the main reason we're doing this is because... Well, one, it's a passion project, but two, Jen loves podcasts. I do, and I just want to know that I was able to do this, and it's like a bucket list thing. Oh, so that is on your bucket list. I have a lot of things on my bucket list, but Disney is on the tippy-top-top. Top. Disney, reach out to us. Cat was born in 1998. Yeah. What's your favorite Disney film, then, if you are born <laughs> in 1998? She's Wait, like, so are we, you, are we you up? You came out the... <laughs> You you were born the same year Toy Story came out. No, That's so are so we cool. including like yeah. all like all of Disney like Pixar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. What's your favorite one? I think she gonna say Captain Marvel. No, <laughs> I actually didn't like that movie. Oh. Don't hate me. Whatever. Okay, I don't. Okay, I think my two favorites are Meet the Robinsons. It always makes me cry. I don't what? even know what that movie is. Oh what, my god, what that is not Meet something people say. No, it's such a good movie. What is that? It's like you should check it out. I need to but fact check. There's this. like a quote at the end by Walt Disney that always makes me tear up. It's about family, and like it's it's awesome. It's an awesome movie. I, I think love that's it. a DreamWorks film. No, it's a Disney film. I don't know. We're fact checking right now. 
Well, too bad when I look up Mr. Robinson, it's a TV show with <laughs> meet, Craig Robinson. Meet the Robinsons. <laughs> okay. Meet the Robinsons. <laughs> okay. But anyways, the other one would probably be... I think it's Hercules. That's yeah. Good, I like Hercules because not yeah. only is the like storyline good on its own, but... Okay, you're right. Meet the Robinson is Walt Disney. Yes. Who, what, can I see a photo <laughs> of what that looks like? <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> I guess we have to watch this all together. I've I love that movie. I do like. I I have Hercules. seen this movie though, but I for some reason I forgot that it's Disney. I think Hercules came out before you were born. Yeah, I, it did. I think Lion King also came out, but Lion King is also one of my favorites. Wow. Oh, Hercules came out the year before you were born, nineteen ninety-seven. Yeah. That's crazy. I really don't want Disney to make a live action of Hercules though. Who would play Hercules if it was a live action film? I don't know. It would have to be someone that's buff. John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> John He's Cena. not like, I don't know. He doesn't have like that chiseled like jawline. I feel like Hercules needs that. Probably Do you know what I mean? Chris Hemsworth. Maybe. Ooh, Chris Hemsworth would be good. Yeah, but I think his, um, actually, <laughs> I don't think so. It has to be someone who's a little bit more like young looking. There's no one then. Zac Efron. No, he's kind of no. old now, though. Like He still has that baby face. He does. Mm. I mean, we can have a whole episode about talking about Disney. Oh, yeah. Shout out to For Billy sure. Crystal, though, being Hades. That was He's like one of my favorite villains. Do you guys, have you guys fought a lot? Well, obviously, like, because you guys didn't really have a very long, like, dating period. Oh, you're You one. basically had to like get to know each other as soon as you got married. We fought a lot in the beginning of our marriage. Totally. So yeah. much. Yeah. I was like, what did I do? What is this decision I made? Jen would be like FaceTiming our homegirls and then they'd be like looking at her like They'd be like You don't messed up, girl. No, <laughs> they'd be like <laughs> It's okay. You're not stuck. You have us. You can always come back to us. And I'm yeah, like, Jen. <laughs> so when they got married, it was what like you came to visit Atlanta, right, Jen? Mm-hmm. And then by the end of the week, you were engaged. Yeah. So the first time we physically met in person, we got engaged. And then four months later, they got married. Yeah. So and then yeah. Jen picked up her life from the West Coast and moved all the way to Atlanta. Well, she was in Korea at the time. Oh, you were in Korea. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah you were in Korea. Moved across the world for him. But, I mean, yeah, we just knew we were supposed to be together. Got married three months after that. And it was a huge learning curve. Like, I really didn't know what I was getting myself into. He didn't know what he was getting himself into. And I kept asking him, like, why did you ask me to marry you? That's true. But seriously, like, I don't know. I don't know. There's something about being a confident dude when he's, like, ready to commit. It's the charm. Yeah, it's very unique because these days nobody wants to commit. Oh, yeah. My generation hates commitment. We're noncommittal. Yeah. Tinder is our best friend. See, I'm n- and th- that, that's the thing. I missed out on dating apps. Yeah, so did I. It's a really <laughs> good ego boost, guys. I feel like John would have had way too much fun on dating apps. Probably. It's yeah. kind of dry here in Atlanta, though. Damn, <laughs> like, <girl>. like, <laughs> No, this is does based Jace, off... <laughs> does Jason know this? <laughs> Here, this, is, this is from my friends who are on Tinder. Jason oh. is my boyfriend. Jason's going to listen to this and be like, what the heck is going on? It is fascinating for me. Like, whenever I see people get on their like dating app and it's like damn i know it's like why are you putting up pictures of yourself that have like watermarks on them (laughs) like why are you posting pictures of yourself (laughs) look 
you know you can't you can't expect good results if one of your photos on your dating app is like a photo that has like watermarks all over it cat mm. you know exactly what i'm talking about like, Dude, what some, the hell some, of some people are so weird some people no, need honestly to wake up. i know i've never been on a dating app but i can look at a dating app and tell you if it's good or not like a dating yeah, profile. Like if it's a good profile, it's yeah. a good profile. If yeah. it's a bad one, you just I'm know. sorry. Yeah, I feel like I'm I should sorry. just do consulting. Jen could be a private eye. <sighs> I could. Oh Toby. Wow. <laughs> hey, excuse me. No, lay down. Alright, he's saying lay down. Lay, lay down. Alright. Honestly, so? I think it's time anyway. I think this will be our good mark. Yeah. How many minutes is it? It's a good amount of time. Okay. Jen needs to probably pee. I do need to pee. If you have questions about anything we talked about or want us to talk about something, then reach out to us through our website, watts.media slash wattscast. Tune in next time for some more real conversations with real people. Say a whole sentence. Я не знаю, что вам говорить. Ну, Джон сказал, что мне надо что-то говорить по-русски.